ऑपॉर्चुनिटी टू गो थ्रू द क्रिएटिव प्रोसेस ऑफ एक्चुअली क्रिएटिंग सॉन्ग एंड सच अ लवली हम्बल पर्सन टू टॉक टू आई हैड अमेजिंग टाइम of talking to him i hope you guys have fun too so make sure you check the podcast out till the end ladies and gentlemen here we go a sankarshan joshi trip for the first time when i heard you it was on uh, 93.5 fm radio mirchi and we were going to have dinner on my sister's birthday and i just heard this song I, i'm i'm usually the kind of guy who pays attention to lyrics and like like the music so i felt like you know what like this music is really calm and uh, so i paid attention to your song and uh, so i loved it it was amazing like it was one of the best piece of music that i've heard like if i if i had heard some like the same song and if someone said like a famous singer like produce that i wouldn't have been surprised like, like, like that's that's how i felt oh, wow that i really appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for uh, the the host to tell you a name so that i can like search you and i could invite you on the podcast like like, like after oh, listening wow. to this song, i had my phone out like when they were about to tell the artist name uh, so Here we go man finally we are doing this and I'm glad uh, you decided to do this thank you so much for uh yeah, for being I'm here I'm glad I'm, I got to be a part of this too <laughs> thank you for connecting with me <laughs> yes it's uh, the pleasure is all mine so uh kalume you are a singer songwriter slash uh producer uh so what's it like to be you man like like you write songs and then you sing you make songs so like what's the whole thing for you like what is music for you it's a fun life and uh, i love doing what i do i love making music and i think production part i started making it with uh, you know you remember those small phones that we used to have i had a sony ericsson which had a small oh. music maker app on it Yes. It was a proprietary app and it had like you could input notes and it would like build small small melodies. So I I started <laughs> that could be my first step into production and then I uh, like fiddled around with a few production softwares back then. And during those times I used to sing as well, uh small in school and in like college and all. But never took it seriously until I started listening to John Mayer. Oh damn. Until then I was a huge metalhead. Yeah. <laughs> I was a metalhead if you if you think about it the kind of music that I write and me imagine me being a metalhead it's like <laughs> worlds apart. So polar opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I used to uh, like listen to a lot of alternative metal and that's how I picked up guitar on the way. And uh, 
yeah that kind of inspired me to start singing and then john mayer's songwriting process it opened up a new world to me like you can write about your in, in, like the kind of music that i used to listen to in metal were something i i feel like i couldn't relate it to my life so i couldn't write something like that so songwriting wasn't in the way for me initially and then john mayer showed me you can write about anything like it's about your life it's it's your experience and not making up things in your head and like writing something about it if you if you want somebody to like connect to your music then you have to connect to your music first so it should be from your experience and you should be honest with your songs so that's how i started making like writing songs and then production is like playing a game for me so it's like <laughs> yeah so it's it's a very fun part once you get hooked onto it i i feel like you can relate once you start working on a project even you won't notice the time going by i have an extra clock right next to my computer to just look at so that i i don't go beyond like a certain i there've been times when i'm just sitting in front of the computer and like going rounds and rounds on the same track until like 4 o'clock 5 o'clock in the morning and never realize it until like i look out the window and i see the sun come out <laughs> so that it's a very addictive fun process and i love it so yeah when you start making it you want it to end right like you want it to finish before actually pausing it and then like going back to sleep exactly <laughs> yeah you can't let your project be there and even if you go to sleep it'll be like running in your head all the time oh i i like to make an eq correction there i have to make this there and like until you make that until you do that you're constantly thinking about it yeah <laughs> so uh one of the other reason that i was i was super fascinated about like your music like why i uh had a certain amount of affection towards it was because it was very like well made from the art perspective so usually let's say uh, like a podcast or like any song or let's say a youtube video or like any form of creative uh, thing right uh, there are a lot of uh, intricate things that make it as a whole so let's say if we if we take music there are different layers of beats there are different layers of uh, like music so like one is in the background and then like one is beats and then there is and then there is a uh, song right and, and especially with song there are so many layers to the to the tone to the rhythm of like how you're singing so usually song songs have this very unique tone right and which keeps repeating and so that makes it as a whole uh, piece of art right and like i felt uh that like your song had that complete circle like usually when i listen to song i feel like something's missing like uh, like either the lyric is not on the uh, on the beat or like something seems off uh but with your music it felt very like holistic okay <laughs> so i the way i approach it is whenever i write a song i make sure there is an element of repetition that can be recognized later on so that helps somebody listening to your song connect to it so if you have if you take i think most of the it's like a formula that that is like a it's like a mainstream formula that is being used in a lot of pop music as well if you listen to the top 100 songs every song follows a formula and they most of them have 
a repetitive we call it chorus and and it'll be very recognizable and it'll be uh short for like ideally it should be short but then this is an artistic medium and you can like this is just a formula that you can like take and then play around with and i try to make sure something like that is there in my song as well and something that people can connect with uh like like i said earlier like being honest in your songs will also help so in in the lyrical lyrics part as well i try to bring in a bit of repetition and recogni- like recognizable elements in it so yeah that that is an element that can help yeah and uh john mayer a, a, a lot of my uh music geek friends who like they are a fan of john mayer and very few people uh love john mayer and those people will be into music they very like few people like people who appreciate music would like john mayer stuff and, and most of his stuff are live right like a lot of my friends listen to his live performance i don't know why yep yep you you can see him go crazy on the guitar <laughs> like live when you're listening to the songs with like without the live video or anything in the back is just another john mayer song but when you watch him play the guitar that's like it's it's a whole different level of inspiration for you like every time when i every time i watch if i'm alone in my studio I, and i'm listening to john mayer live it's guaranteed after the song i'll be picking up my guitar and working on something it, it like it pushes you his music just pushes you to just improve a lot yeah and <laughs> Uh, people people know john mayer for his pop songs and like the mainstream your body is a wonderland and all and they listen to it and it's like oh cheesy stuff but i would recommend everybody to listen to the, there's this album called john mayer trio he okay. had a trio band uh and they put out an album with just the three of them and that is an amazing piece of art and it's it's a different phase of john mayer that you can listen to and see there yeah <laughs> and uh the another uh singer slash like music producer that i personally appreciate is charlie puth like he the way how he can like create or like the, the way how he produces his music it's so streamlined uh like you know video like the, the, there are a bunch of stuff on youtube where he just like creates song in an instant so like he takes your uh like the viewers through like what it took to make that attention song so like he tells like what was the thought process behind it and mm. that is when i started appreciating the process of uh, making song partly like after uh, like like watching his stuff because like there randomly he catches a tone and then he records it at a very like random and then like after a few days like something else flashes and, and then he put it there it's like Yeah. He doesn't need like a lot of tech to make that. Like 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 he can make it using a simple uh, phone recorder and then just his mobile phone. Like he can produce a song in that. And uh True. Yeah. <laughs> Sony Ericsson app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, writing a song is not like you can sit at the studio sit in front of your computer and like in an instant ideas come just running out and then you just record them all in. But it, it's like a long-term process. like you said like that there would be uh, an idea which pops up in your mind like today and then maybe next year or like few months down the line i'll be listening to it again and something else like lyrically something would come up 
so recently i released a song called your guide i don't know if you've heard it so if that is a song that i wrote uh i think 2 years back so the lyrics were ready like 2 years back oh wow and i didn't yeah i didn't have a chorus section for it so some idea came rushing in and i recorded the chorus and the acoustic guitar and everything that part of it it was done and the song has been like put to rest because i needed a a female vocals for it and so until i found somebody i didn't have much idea around the song and then shika came into the picture and she came up with a lot of wonderful melodies and like bridge section lyric part of it and then so yeah it, it's like a it's an ongoing process the songwriting you can't like sit overnight you can write songs like that is a different vibe this is a different vibe so there are multiple ways of writing songs too and it, it depends on people to people and you can employ any kind of technique there is no like written in stone you should do just this this formula follow that follow this sit down right like that it's an art medium so if you look at it like that way you are just free to explore yeah 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 and uh, like you said right like like it, it makes sense you can write and finish a song in a night you can take like probably years but there is always something in your head that you want this music to go there right like probably it can reach uh, to that like destination point in a night or it can take like Uh, like you said like you recorded the song like couple of months back but you still waited because you felt that you know what like something's missing so you felt the product is not yet ready to be served so it's like what are the standards for you like what does it have to be so that like uh, for you to feel that the product is like finished i i don't know so uh i am a perfectionist at in a in a way like when it comes to music i don't if i don't hear the element that i i want in a track i let it sit and i don't force anything out of me i i am an introvert in my personal life and i i i have a i flip my personality when i go on stage so like since a very young age i've been performing i i've been a magician before i started with music and in kerala i started performing at the age of 3 so basically from the time i remember i've been on stage and performing so like stage is kind of like my second home and i'm like very comfortable there as well so yeah so that- is it like your alter ego is it like your alter ego <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you can say you can put it that way kalume so like do you put on like a uh, like i'm just wondering like what it takes to be like a completely different person like on stage like do you think that you are like a completely different person or do you think like that side of you just comes out there uh, that that side of me comes out like mm-hmm. i talk we, we were talking about energy from the audience earlier right so when i when i get that it's something i can like reciprocate back but in in like my normal life it takes a lot of effort m- for me to like do that yeah <laughs> so it uh, my social battery also like drains after like <laughs> meeting with my friends and all but on stage it just recharges me so like once a session or like the set goes through i get more and more pumped so it's like a very inverse uh curve for me 
So like how often do you perform your own uh, songs uh, when you're performing out there? Uh own songs I try to push a lot of my own songs into my sets as much as I can. But then the crowd actually the the crowd that I've been playing for they look for covers and like they really want songs that they want to they have they could connect with right so covers like i have a lot of etchiran songs a lot of mm. pop songs in my set so that uh, various people can from different uh, backgrounds they can connect to it like not everybody would be listening to an indie uh, artist so if you if you give a tame impala song to somebody I don't think everybody would like the same song. So I th- I feel like it's better to have like a mix of both. Yeah. So I push in a few of my originals because my originals are very slow and like uh what do you call it? Not very upbeat. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, and I I loop as well on stage when I'm performing live. So a lot of looping um tracks would need the percussion and everything. So n- I don't think any of my songs would uh, be able to do that. So yeah. I I do push in some of my acoustic versions in there. So yeah. I feel like uh people have like a different appreciation for original songs. Like 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 if I go on YouTube or if I uh if I listen uh to some songs on like America's Got Talent or like, or like any talent show if it is original song i pay extra attention of for some weird reason i like uh, original songs i think that people do appreciate something that they haven't heard on like mainstream media mm-hmm. yeah that is true so like even when you say like if you're performing uh, you do mention that this is your original song right like, like before performing it or like do you just like straight up go to the song no no i i need promotion for my tracks as well so i yeah. just try to push that <laughs> yes i mean like when you say that right like i'm pretty sure that like audience would like pay an extra ear like they like they will give you attention when you say that this is your original song like they want to that is true. be like a judge uh or for some weird reason like because like usually when there is a pop song or when a song is there on the, on like a, a mass media it's usually people don't get to say right like if the song is good or not like that's why a lo- lot of people throw shit on like famous songs let's say like a J- yeah. justin bieber's uh, which was that yummy like a lot of my friends hated it like any time they heard that song they were like you know what like i've heard this song so many times like i hate it now so in mm. some like they didn't get to be a judge in that scenario but like if it's an original song like they want to say their opinion like like they want to have a certain opinion of that song so like this is what i am thinking like this is just like my opinion of like what it could be i i totally agree with you yeah i've gotten better reception for my originals uh, than the covers yeah so <laughs> yeah that that i agree with you and then uh, like you said uh social media plays a lot of role in like making us hate a lot of the current songs as well <laughs> like yummy when it came out it was a nice song when i first he- heard it and then i've been hearing it everywhere <laughs> on reels and like i it it felt like i couldn't escape some of the songs that have been playing on social media Yeah. So yeah, and and people's attention attention span is also coming down day by day. 
like if you if you try to put out a song that is like 7 minutes long now it'll be very hard for you to like promote it but then you listen to the led zeppelin songs and then the metallica songs they are long if if they come out with a similar song now uh, i don't i don't know how successful if they could be successful in the communities and the people who follow their music but for new listeners to like get into it and then vibe with it that will be a different story yeah so yeah like that's that's also something that i try to incorporate when i write new songs um the the time duration for the songs it's i'm trying to make them short and complete it's like you're trying you're trying to find a fine balance between what people want with like what art is right like you're trying to find like it 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 should be acceptable in like both the communities exactly and songwriting is something that it's your catharsis so like if if an artist is writing a song is their emotions coming out so you shouldn't be um shaping your songs for the art uh, for the audience's needs but then at the same time you should be accept accepting what your audience wants yeah and so they should go hand in hand so you, you can't be uh headstrong and say oh this is my song this is how long i want it and i'm going to just keep it like that and you you have to just listen to it and i i i don't know i personally don't agree with that idea and uh, i try to take in a lot of feedback from uh, the people who support my music and i get messages whenever i release a new song i i do get feedback on it and i really appreciate people uh, get getting back with the feedback on my songs so it helps me improve it helps me adapt maybe like oh they 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 liked the guitar solo in it so i feel like maybe i can improve a little bit on that and incorporate some more guitar elements into the next song so like it it's it it helps improve you and it can improve the listening experience of your audience as well yeah true 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 that's so true and also like there are uh, different elements now right like because usually uh, when it comes to songs you are listening for the chorus like you're waiting so there is this build up there is the meat of the song and then there is outro right so initially when you're listening you are waiting for the uh, for the meat of the song like you're waiting for that like chorus or like a certain uh, thing to drop but with the whole reels and tiktok what has happened is they exactly take the meat of the song and they put it in the reels so what happened is th- the other day i was uh, i do like couple of like tiktok songs they're very catchy like it's like um, it's like fast food and junk food it's like you know you want it like you know it uh, it, it sounds so good that like like it stays in your head like the beat stays in your head so i was listening to like couple of uh, tiktok songs and the songs are good like the songs are long like there is a built up there is the meat of the song and then there is outro but like since they've already like put the meat of the song i'm not really excited like i'm just waiting when that particular music would come so i'm just thinking like i i'm listening to this song for that particular part of the song so like when is it going to come so that was my uh, thinking when i was listening to so those songs yeah uh, and for artists it can teach you a lot like when when you listen to these real musics 
like real music the, the tracks uh all of these are very catchy for a reason and they it's these are good for music studies like when whenever you like listen to all these it's it's very good to listen to the elements in it which makes them catchy and how why do people get hooked on to these like ask yourself questions so yeah that i i agree with uh, what you said it's you'll, you'll be waiting for that those elements that those bunch of elements yeah yeah but also i think there is a huge upside than downside if you ask me uh with like with this whole tiktok and reels right you don't actually have to market a lot to get your song viral so like there is this another medium to market your song like like it's a completely new avenue which didn't exist uh, like 5 years back like it didn't exist so now i recognize some songs as like you know what that famous tiktok song and now i know the singer because i heard it on reels like some infinite times mhm but on the on the flip side i feel uh, it it takes away a lot of the the emotion and and it's it's like it's commercializing a lot of the songs that are being released and for artists to stay on top of the the wave they have to focus on releasing songs that could be catchy and that could be used on reels and like that has become the mindset of the present okay. the songs that are coming out so it's healthy as well as non like not healthy oh yeah it's like i feel like the people who are using the songs on reel actually create a image for the song so let's say yeah. uh let's say the song is really good but like there is this trend where they're doing something like sensual or like awkward so now if the song is good but like whatever they're doing on reel if it's pathetic my image of the song will also be pathetic Yeah 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 that that is true. <laughs> so in that they, they'll, sense they'll change up your image of the song. Yeah. So either they can make you or like they can break you like that particular song. Like uh I have seen like so many like sensible and good reels so I have the association of that song as something good. So I've seen like so many reels which are like absolute trash. and like my association of that song so every time uh, there are so many visuals that you associate with certain sounds right so if i'm listening to that song like i am getting these trashy visuals <laughs> so yeah <laughs> you can actually pay influencers like that has been like i don't know then they're not openly doing this you can probably like uh, go to let's say like a uh, huge tiktok uh, star like what do you even call them tiktoker tiktok stars or like what do you call them like tiktok influencers uh yeah probably that sounds right yeah like like you can go to these instagram influencers or like tiktok influencers you can actually pay them to create a certain trend around your music so i feel like this has been like a proper marketing avenue these days true uh, true true I'm I'm not a fan of that kind of a marketing because I from the start when I started the Kalume project it's like it's been my mind in my mind to like make this 100% as organic as I can and the the songs that I put out are very personal to me like uh, not the collaboration projects the individual like the independent ones that I've I've released so far are very personal to me and I don't want to push them out in a way 
that I'd be regretting later. So I'm thinking through word of mouth is the the best marketing I feel is good for my music. So I I push it to people, I push it to music writers. And after that I don't try to market it in in this way. That's something I don't I don't know. I feel like if you decide it like prior uh, I think that like you can use it if you know how to use it. So if you're just randomly trying especially with reels right I see so many uh, uh like singers I listen to so many covers on reels. So it's like a very short commitment like you're not entirely let's say YouTube video now in order to click and listen to a 10 minute uh, cover it's a huge commitment right especially with the attention span reducing it seems like a commitment so let's say you are you are watching reels and you listen to like someone sing for like 30 40 seconds to 1 minute then probably now you know what to expect so now you you will go and click on that youtube cover so it's like you can use reels as a as a way to take people Teaser. yeah you, you you can probably navigate them to where you want them to go mhm true true if you use it that way it's going to work out for you but yeah <laughs> yeah but that is something that i haven't tried before so yeah i i should look into it a bit more with you right like uh, when i went to spotify you have like close to 9000 active monthly listeners right and i went to your social media Th- those numbers are not reflected on your social media and i was super stoked because it's usually vice versa right like people have a lot of following on in, like social media but their content it has very like less views or like less things so but but with you it it, it seems like people like don't really care like what do you put on social media they are coming for your music and uh, that is amazing man thank you i i really appreciate that and i try to give as much as i can back to that community as well and th- that is something that i look for in all the songs that i make i try i sit on songs for like a long time and i keep listening to them back again and again and like find out what is missing and what should be added and like i consult with a few of my musician friends so yeah like the final product is never what i start with and music grows in that process as well like if if you're writing an acoustic song i think if you're writing one song like overnight or in a month then maybe what you start with is what you end with but for me if i'm adding a few more elements into it that few more elements will end up being a lot of other elements and then the whole thing will become a a big project by the end of it yeah so like yeah um far away what was my a debut track that was an acoustic song when i started it and in the end i collaborated with one of my old bandmates vishnu and uh, the whole thing became a different vibe for the whole song so yeah it's basically like i'm a designer right like i studied uh, i i went to college to learn more about design uh, so what 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 kind of designing do you do uh, I, i i i did my bachelor's in design and uh, it's interaction design like basically designing interaction 
addictive elements like mobile application screens but it's much more broader than that but like for common people to understand that's how i explain it uh so whenever i'm working on a project we do have a brief and then there is a lot of creative process involved and then there is end product that i present like basically a solution to a particular like to that brief or problem and uh, it's much more easier if i already have like an end product in mind but if i don't have an end product in mind it purely justifies the brief because i don't have any bias so it makes sense when you say that like when you start writing a song you don't actually think about the end product as much and i think that's like the purest way to go about it hmm true true and at a point you would you would know the the there isn't much you can add to it but then in that like uh that would be hypocritical of, of me to say that there isn't much you can add to a song later on but you have to stop yourself somewhere hmm. to release a track otherwise yeah. you'll i can keep working on a song for years and years and add more elements now like now and then when it when it comes in but then you you should try to control yourself and say yeah this is the final this i'm releasing and yeah. <laughs> that that should be it and you should like shut your laptop and like send off the song for mixing or mastering it's like it's a fine dance right like it's so tricky like because uh especially with creative things there is always like something you can do like like, like there's no definite thing like, like it's not like a math problem right like where you get the solution and this is it and with creative things especially with like with design projects we do have deadline right so it's like you know what like i have to submit this because there is a deadline with music there like probably you'll have to create your own deadlines but but there is still like a fine uh, like dance like you need to know that you know what my song is good and now i'm being like a lot uh, like this is the perfectionist in me who's being like extremely uh analytical and critical of my own song so you need to be very self aware of that right true true i i try to put to control that i try to put deadlines here and there but then obviously i do go over my deadline and uh, but yeah i have to put in like 3 4 deadlines before i finish my song <laughs> but yeah this is this is the case only in like independent stuff independent projects and if i'm working on a collaborative project with somebody else then that needs to be given and you should respect their time as well and uh, like when that comes in when there are multiple artists involved the whole process also becomes easier and it'll be easy to find inspiration from here and there and uh, yeah if you're working with a producer you're already getting a sample which you need to like start off with then you already have a melody idea to like spin off of you can use that as a pivot point and start writing so yeah that that also depends like the the deadline part of it yeah yeah and like if you if, if you're collaborating you have multiple opinions right like you can ask somebody like, like if there are four people you can ask like what do you think about this what do you think about this and then like whatever like the majority of the answer you could go ahead with that but like if you respect the other person's creative uh like judgment if you respect that creative judgment then you can go ahead with that like if it's only you then it's it's your baby right like you put so much efforts into making this so you don't want to fuck this up so you put so much efforts into like bringing the best of that but like that is helpful to a 
to a extent because like it, it it always brings the best you refine it define it but after a point of time it becomes like it it actually like drags you down from like putting it out there so you need to True know true. like and, when and to and that's the point where you should draw the line and like mm-hmm. if i sit on this track for longer this might end up being a song that is unreleased yeah Yeah. yeah so if you want if if you want the song to be out then you should like be strict with yourself and then cut the process right there yeah and especially with independent artists right like in india few 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 years back or like one decade back or like 5 to 10 years yeah like close to a decade back if you ask somebody uh, if they wanted to pursue music they'd probably wanted to be playback singers for like movies they they wanted to sing in movies but uh, like in the west the scene is changed but in india it's slowly changing so like there are so many good singers who are still aiming to be playback singers there is nothing wrong with that but like now with the avenue of social media with like youtube with spotify with so many other thing with, with platforms which made uh, like putting your content out there it has made so much more easier for like independent artists right so now if someone has to be successful at like singing probably they have to build like an independent name for themselves like the darshan ravel or like arjun there is uh, arjun kanungo like there are a lot of people who are who 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 created a name for themselves and then they went to music industry or like movies like movie industry where they uh, like sung songs for uh, for like movie song or something so now the scene is changing right true so like Because people i remember when when i was uh, like starting to learn a lot of the production side of it i w- to release a song it was very hard and you had to pay a lot to the releasing uh, uh, the the distributors and then get finding a deal was close to impossible from where i was and now if you look at it you can release songs for free and on youtube it's unlimited you can just put out your song and if it's an original song you have a lot more open avenues in uh, a lot of distributors coming up there are apps you can like put out your own originals through so there's a lot of freedom when it comes to artistic expression now compared to maybe even like a few years back so every other day new new services are coming up which you can like look into so i try to stay updated on all these and like that was the other reason why i was like so, like super fascinated to have you on the podcast and talk to you because like i like when people listen to you right they should probably be able to uh, feel that you know what like even i can do it like a, a, a lot of my friends are really good singers but like they haven't started it they they've not been consistent with it i really admire someone who is like putting their neck out there and doing something with what they have with the talent they have or with the resources they have they, they they're doing something for themselves and like i have mad respect for you and like people like that like when i talk to people like you it it usually creates uh, a hope for all the listeners like i've had like a lot of people on the podcast but like it it creates a sort of hope you know like you know what like if kalume has done it probably you know what like i can also do it uh it's all about taking the first step even like if you wait until you're like until you meet your expectations and that curve is different i th- i i hope you've seen that uh, there was a 
the graph which shows your growth and your actual potential something like that i i can't actually recall that right now so your expectation of your skills are always going to be higher than the skills that you have currently so it's always better to take the first step with the present set of skills that you have and then grow on the way so if you look at my first youtube videos and then soundcloud recordings i i listen to them and i feel i shouldn't have put them out <laughs> but i sometimes i really appreciate the fact that i actually put them out for the world to see and when you listen to when you listen to the people i mean when you see the feedback that you get the comments on it 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 really helps you improve on the way so if you're sitting in your bedroom and all you're doing is recording and like listening to your music to yourself you are not getting a different perspective it's just your perspective from the expectations of the skills that you have about about the skills that you want to achieve and that will will definitely won't be the quality of the product that you have in your hand so you have to put it out and then you will grow on the way yeah yeah initially when i started this is my uh, 33rd episode so like i've done like 33 episodes and if i go back to my first episode like i knew that like you know what like i could do better than this but i also knew that the only way that i'm going to get better is by doing it so if i probably start late then me or like i'll not get better uh, sooner right like if if i started like my episode let's say like i started it one year back so let's say if i started it today i would have like missed on the progress so now i am like one year grown so if i started today i would have probably like grown like one year from there so like the only way you're going to grow is by doing it right like there are so many things i would learn from like wh- like after my first episode i learned so many things like there are so many things that you add while having a conversation and like you hate your own voice like i hate my I, like i like, agree <laughs> i agree to that 100% so <laughs> i had to like tolerate my own voice edit the entire thing and while i'm listening to my own self i'm like what the fuck are you talking like why are you adding this one filler word so many times like there is so, like, i'm i'm sure i'm going to regret a lot of the things <laughs> that i'm saying right now when i listen to this podcast back because you're very self critical about your own self right like probably people don't even care like if you use let's say like like or like if you use fuck a lot of time the like, people don't even give a shit that they're paying attention to your conversation but to me like like we only highlight the negatives right like we only look at the negatives and then so like like for every episode i was like i i had to grow because i was making so many mistakes so i was like you know what from next episode i'll probably do this i'll probably do that so in that sense like you starting out with the sony erexin or you starting out with the soundcloud you could reflect on all your mistakes sooner right exactly and recording yourself is a great feedback mechanism and like when you are just singing without recording or like in in i'm talking in the in terms of music so if you are just singing and you are not recording yourself you just have an image in your mind which plays over and over and then you're like oh i don't sound good and i shouldn't be recording but even if you think that you you do, you don't sound good but when you record yourself and you hear yourself back you can be self critical 
like you said and then point out your mistakes and work on that so mm. that it'll, it'll give you like you, you can even pause your recording and like oh that part maybe that note w- went a little flat that note should have been here and that you can practice and um, you must have heard of the malcolm gladwell's 10000 hour theory which explains a lot about this no. so what's for, that yeah, so he, he says when you want to master a skill you have to spend 10000 hours in it so okay. if you if you're starting out uh if you it, it's more like a tap being opened after a long time so when you open an unopened tap it'll be just shit water coming out and you have to let it run for a while for the all the junk to like fall out until you get clear water and that's the same with everything that you learn and do is what i felt throughout what i've been trying and i'm Holy very curious shit. to learn new skills yeah i am like even I'm, songwriting i'm so surprised now <laughs> exactly so you have to put in the work and then you spend a lot of hours doing the same thing over and over and over again until you get all your junk out of your system and then you get good stuff flowing out and you shouldn't necessarily um I mean it's it's your choice if you want to put that junk out or not but if you put that junk out you'll get good feedback and you can grow very fast you know what i feel like putting the music out there is the process of the junk part so it's like uh in like the 10000 hours like like what you said right like i'm so surprised like i'm still thinking about that because i've seen so many uh, youtube videos on like I used to play this game called uh, Rainbow Six Siege like I was playing like I was putting a lot of efforts into playing that like that game used to have a lot of characters and there used to be these youtube videos on 10000 hours of gameplay with this person or like this particular character oh. so for the 10000 hours they would just play with this character in all the games so that like now when you said that uh, the 10000 hours rule Who's was that again? Like could you just repeat that rule? Malcolm oh. Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. So so now when you said that like, like all of those things like I connected dots. So it makes so much sense like thank you for saying that like now I have like a uh, like a theory to explain people like you know what like why you should start as soon as possible like why it's okay to put shit out there. Exactly. And if you listen if 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 I I haven't put out the songwriting part the junk part of my songwriting uh if i go back to it again all of them are very bad like the first songs that i've written were very bad and some of them were on soundcloud and then after a point i just took them down but it 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 took a lot of um struggle or like a lot of energy for me to like say that this is okay but you can release it it's it's just you you never know what is what you're going to get out of it and what you're going to grow into so those songs the the first ones if i think about it those i used to be very self critical of myself when i used to write those lyrics they sounded very cheesy and uh, like very bad but i don't know i don't judge a lot of my lyrics now 
but earlier you know oh, i started yeah. out those mm. were yeah i used because to. you think that you are thinking from a perspective of like what people would think like if they are listening to this song right like people might think it's cheesy it's, it's not that you think it's cheesy it's more of like when people listen to this now uh, initially when we started this podcast you started telling that like this is like being genuine with your own songs right like you need to put the truth out there so now even though it's cheesy you, you don't care if it's cheesy or not like if it's your truth it's your truth right like true so yeah that's like in the end it, it all connects it's it's all about being honest and putting whatever you make just just let it go and yeah. let it out so yeah. in like at the end of the day music is a catharsis and it should be like that especially songwriting or any any other art medium like if you are a painter if you uh, if you are uh, even if you are a sports person you should just go ahead and do it and that will clear a lot of your uh, struggles in in terms of mental health too <laughs> like it can improve your mental health a lot as well like that, that's what i felt it like far away was a song that i wrote when i was in a very dark space mentally and i was in a slump and i wanted to get out of it and by, after i wrote the whole song it it sounded very dark to me so i i wanted to add a bit of like a uh, a bit of upbeat a little happier elements into it so initial demo of that song was very dark and then i i added i like started producing a lot more happier elements around it and i brought in my friend who is playing the violin solo in it and then the end product became very um the start of the song it started when you were at a very dark place but then in in the process a lot of your perspectives has changed right? like when you looked back on the song the way how you saw life also changed so you probably reflected that on the song so even though like you wanted to alter the like the darkness of the song and make it like much more happier it is still your truth because you don't see life like that anymore like, like you've been like your one foot is at the light and one foot is at the darkness so it's like uh, the entire process has been reflected that only you will know right like you know the start of the song was this and like you know like you this is what you added your elements it's like a series so like episodes episodes episode and then like in second season there is probably like a twist again you come back to first season so it's like when you watch the whole thing it makes the series right like similar with the song like you watch like this entire song has been like a milestone of like a part of your life hmm and it's going to be there forever man <laughs> like you can look back at it it's it's like a piece of art which says like a story so like when you look back there is so many things that you can reflect on true true uh, and yeah when i look back at my songs i do even not just my songs even when i'm listening to other songs from other artists that phase of life comes back like like you yeah. said earlier that that memory associated with will come back and then when you compare that time with the present time you are in a better place and you can't change the time right you can't go back to the past and experience it again but then through music you can 
the memories yeah. will come back yeah and also it happens with the ringtones right like, like let's say you use the ringtone for a long <laughs> period of time in your life let's yeah. say one one year or two years and then you change the ringtone after a couple of months or years you again listen to the ringtone like in a split second like all of those memories just hits right like it's just yeah. like, like what happened you just like go back in try time and come back like it's the true, same true, association true. <laughs> uh so like earlier uh, before we had this uh, like lag we were talking about like the the process of the music like like your process of creating a music right so uh, so what's it like like could you take us through like what is your personal process of like how do you write your songs so i try to employ a lot of uh, uh processes in my way of writing music so i don't stick to one technique or anything and whenever it comes to me i try to implement that so one thing that is important to me is take notes of the melodies whenever i have it i just quickly take a voice note or like type it down or write it down somewhere so i can refer to it later on when i have use for it so whenever i'm sitting and i'm working on something I'll like if if I'm getting like a small melody in my head, I'll be like, mm, 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 I'll just hum it out, record it, and I keep it. And later on, if I'm looking for ideas, I can just use that for reference. And that is one. And then I keep finding inspiration in songs. Uh, whenever there is something that is only that only requires my muscle memory, I am listening to music, different artists, different genre. I go exploring. multiple genres um like all the way from metal to like indie music i do listen to a lot of like i have a very eclectic taste in music so i find inspiration from here and there i'll pull in elements from different genres into i like combining elements so i keep i'm or constantly on a lookout for elements like that and then if i'm starting a song um then if it's a collaboration project the whole process becomes easier uh, like because there are multiple artists involved in it and then it's easy to find inspiration because they there will already be samples provided to you or like ideas provided to you or you'll be starting off with a small idea and when it comes back it'll be a whole different product altogether and then it'll be easy for you to like spin off from it so that is a different process so you need to find what your process is i think and i found my process to be a mix of everything so <laughs> yeah acoustic songs if i'm if i'm sitting and like playing with my guitar like finding new chords i love discovering new chords and i'm not very theoretically trained so i go by ear everything i play like i change the finger positioning for one of the chords and i'll be like ah oh, that's a new chord i can work with that <laughs> life the chords for life were found like that i was playing with i think some seventh chord and i took out a couple of a couple of fingers from it and then i started playing it and it sounded very beautiful to me and then i went up and down the neck found different chords that could like complement that same chord and then it became the whole melody the the guitar melody for it and for the lyrics it was the inspiration for life was from different phases in my life 
so the first part was uh from one of the photo walks that i did so many years back with one of my friends we went to a beach near our house and then i was seeing this one fisherman who who had like ropes around him trying to push a boat into the water so that was an image that stayed in my mind and i go looking back for inspiration in my memory to like write lyrics in like for songwriting process that is something that i go that that i go to whenever i want to some uh, relatable lyrics yeah so like do you have like a theme in I, your I hope mind i didn't confuse everything for you no, like, no 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 it makes sense it makes sense <laughs> because like uh, i'm someone who do appreciate like art in general like could be anything like sculpture or like painting or like music so i i come from that perspective so like before you start any piece of art especially with like writing right do you have like a theme in your mind like uh, or like a umbrella under which everything comes yeah uh, if if so if i'm writing for an ep or an album or for somebody there would be a theme that you have to like write based off okay so yeah there would be an umbrella idea and then Uh, another technique that i employ is writing down adjectives okay. and words. the words that could be related to the mm. theme association yeah and that helps speed up a lot of my processes too like if there's a project that has a deadline this is something that i would go to hmm. because it'll it can you can churn out a lot of ideas that way for lyrics <laughs> it's basically you put all the words out there and then you pick uh and then you streamline the words right like it's easier yeah it, yeah it, it's like if you put it's basically like a brainstorming where you put all the words out there you, you don't have to put efforts into thinking of like what words to add if you have all the words out there you're just picking that and then you're putting in in that particular piece like a puzzle yeah true true <laughs> and then sometimes when you when you listen to the chords you'll have some imagery coming into your mind as well and okay. that could build out the feel some, of the song the feel of the song when you listen to that and that could bring out some imagery in your mind and you can write based on that for uh, this one track called smile it was the guitar riff that inspired me to write to come up with the theme for the song and then the lyrics for the song and everything so i didn't start with the lyrics for smile it was a very short uh a romantic song so it was it was just a guitar riff that i played over and over and then i got an imagery in my mind and then i started writing lyrics based on that so i feel like i don't stick to one single mm. process but i employ and i it's basically inspiration right like whatever inspires you to let's say a music can inspire or uh, like say like words and lyrics sometimes like words could inspire like the like the music and the tone and the rhythm of the song so it's like multi dimensional process exactly and you can another way is to listen to other artists as well if there's a song that you really like and and you want to write a song in in the style of that song when you listen to that song you'll have an imagery in your mind you you'll you'll develop an imagery in your mind and you can start writing based on that as well yeah there are a lot of ways to write music and that's what that's what like only when you start you'll learn all these and you'll like understand and like recognize all these so 
it's basically personal process right like let's say uh, i i i bring back to my podcast because this is something that i put efforts into like editing like it, i have a process so like i am taking ba- notes from you <laughs> so it's basically whatever you say right like I'm, i'm i'm able to relate to that because i'm i'm converting that into like let's say like podcast let's say me talking or like me editing the audio like i'm trying to relate on that grounds uh it's like i cannot uh, generic uh i cannot get a generic view of how other people are doing podcasts or like a generic view on how usually people record podcasts because uh people have their own process people have their own like uh products they have their own resources so and me i'm doing this on the zoom right so i have i have to figure out my own process of how i do because that's not how everybody does uh so i have my own products i have my own like uh, how i record let's say camera or like my external device a lot of people have their own process so i i could figure out my process because i started doing it so that's what you're saying right like even with writing music or producing music each person will have their own uh, sense of how they go about things in order to get familiar with the environment they should start and uh, like figure things out by myself But you can't straight up copy paste somebody else's workflow or their process because their life experience is different from yours your maybe like you said the operating system that you use the for me the music production software that i use everything plays a role in the process that you set up for you, for yourself so the only way to figure that out is to start doing it be in the process and and yeah take notes on the way if you <laughs> like from other artists and collaborators yeah. and creators yeah for me it's easy because i don't have to think about what i'm going to talk but like so i can only relate to the part once you have like content like from there i can relate but the process of creating lyrics or like writing song that is i would go crazy if i had to do that like i cannot <laughs> because like uh it's so hard man like not everybody can do that like that's what i'm i i was going to get at like writing songs right a lot of uh, like good singers cannot write songs and a lot of good writers cannot sing like good singers so it's like those are two different uh, like entities those are two different like uh, different segments in the like in one piece of art like so it's there are only few people who can sing really well and can also write songs right hmm um uh, i don't totally agree with it but i am a firm believer that if you uh, give put an effort into a skill most of the skills are learnable skills <laughs> like maybe not to the level that you expect maybe like your expectation is here but you can maybe achieve the skill still here but even if you put in that like it just needs time and dedication um once you do that you can develop a lot of skills because i never thought i could write a, one song and uh now i have a lot of written material which is just just sitting there and i haven't worked on So when I started out I couldn't even finish one verse and that was a very difficult struggle for me and I had to like keep 
looking out watching a lot of youtube videos tutorials and now these days it's there are a lot of tutorials available online if you want to like learn anything right if you if you go on any even on social media it's available now like small small clips of people doing this doing that how to do that how to do this it's all there like if you want to pick up a skill all you have to do is just type down how to do this and you'll get like millions of result on how to do that so it comes down to your personal uh, interest i think yeah. if you are yeah, really yeah. interested <laughs> in learning something you will definitely go out and do it hmm yeah that's true that's true i think that like after uh, hearing to whatever you said i think like my opinion has slightly changed i think that like either uh, let's say like two separate skills like writing song and singing they, like a good singer might have both but like on a scale probably they might be like seven at singing and like two or three at writing and like people who who have been like writing they, their level of writing could be like seven and singing could be three so when they put in a lot of uh, time when they associate themselves with people in with, with the similar skill set probably like the le- the level of the uh, the skill that that is low probably that comes up right like they start right some people are naturally good yeah. at singing so they'll have to develop their writing skills mm-hmm. some people are naturally really good with words and writing essays maybe even stories novels for them it will be like comparatively easier to start writing music compared to somebody who hasn't had much experience in writing so yeah it's it's like working on yourself and like finding where your weakness is and working on your weakness and putting in the effort and work for a long time like maybe 10000 hours <laughs> <laughs> consistency right like in order to get better at something you you got to keep doing that and also like i have one more point to tell like everybody who was listening it's like you need to start because information is so overwhelming so like before i started this podcast i was googling like you know what like how to record a podcast like there are so many people telling me to get so many different softwares like so many different things like and for, for, i will be uh, for i, I will be in a lookout recording software do you use uh, i'm recording it on audacity right now uh, and like yeah like for uh, for this podcast i'm using zoom to com- for communication so it's like initially when i started for like uh, like before i started you always are looking for reasons to not do it and procrastinate right like you are always like looking you know what like i don't have this so let me do it later like you know what like when i have that i will start doing procrastination kills creativity yeah so and i was like you know what like i just had to think of all the things that i have you know what like i have a headset you know what like i can do it on zoom i can do this i can do that so like when i decided to do it i was looking for all the things that i already have and to make it happen so if i like straight up started with like googling uh like how do i do it or like even before i started doing it i would have probably like given up because there's so much overwhelming information out there yeah uh, in <laughs> indians are very <laughs> we have we have uh... Uh, what what is that term jugad 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 mentality yeah jugad mentality it's it's ingrained in our dna we can make do with what we have around us so yeah like if you want to start 
the only person who is stopping you is you yeah like just pick up your phone and start recording um like for audio quality now nowadays you can get studio almost studio quality audio in uh, mobile phone for like social media and all like you won't even know even if you use a 5000 rupee microphone or your phone mic it's gonna sound very similar when it comes out on instagram because they compress everything out and in the end product will sound very similar so there's no excuse in using any equipment that you have and the first soundcloud tracks that i've put out those were recorded on my phone like you can actually hear the difference in voice quality and the production instrument quality back in those tracks so there's no excuse you just need to like start with what we have even if it's like a very cheap mic like in 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 the context of music production if it's a very cheap mic you can even find apps to produce music on your phone now yeah and yeah. i was like yeah it's very easy very accessible now everything is you feel like a old guy you're like you know what if i had this I in our generation <laughs> things would have been different <laughs> yeah i swear I, i was sitting there with my alpha numeric pad <laughs> making you know press, pressing buttons for notes oh now i do remember like even nokia had something like this like you yeah. press one button and it makes one tone right yeah so yeah. <laughs> uh, you know kids these days would never know kids what these, we had to go days. through <laughs> yeah. i mean like we do have like so much talent but like we do have so many opportunities and to balance out this opportunity on the flip side we do have so much insecurity because like a lot of people are good there is it's easier to com- uh, compare ourselves with somebody else who's doing better on social media so like mm. now the challenge has become mostly mental not like with the physical equipments and all of that we do have all of that in place it's mostly mental it's uh, it's the fear of uh, being rejected so that's why we'll be build up our standards like are too much like very high and we might not even reach it so mm. and uh, I, yeah I, i think the resist not resistance your resilience is something that we should be working on in an industry when it, when it comes to creativity because rejection it, because it's all very subjective art is very subjective and it's easy for somebody else to turn it down maybe like the the work that i'm like working on right now the projects that i'm working out right now if i make you listen to it some of them you might like some of them you be like uh not my vibe you don't like it but then if i am take i should be taking a lot of that input in to improve my work but then i shouldn't be completely changing that project so that you like it yeah because it's all subject in the in the at the end of the day it's some it's Uh, something that's coming out of my head and our opinions might vary in a lot of different aspects so we should accept that and then start making because i was a people pleaser initially like all the songs that i was making i used to like make everybody listen to it and they'd be like oh that's not nice you don't like that you don't like this but then just put it out there might be people who like that part of your art 
and they'll appreciate it and then there might be people who don't like that part of your art and then they'll critique it yeah your best way is to take that critique and accept that critique and you shouldn't be like retaliating right back and like reflecting it back oh then you can just not listen to my music and like i'm not making you listen to anything anymore but accept whatever feedback that they're giving take it and incorporate it into your maybe next project so yeah so yeah you have to like balance everything it's basically you need to let the space be your audience right like your your audience should find you so like if whoever you're showing your art to they might not be your audience because it might be people who you know who might be like some 20 people around you but like your audience is much more broader right like you on a global scale you need to let uh, like like your art find its audience than making your audience fit with like what you have or your art fit with what you think is your audience hmm true true i agree yeah uh <laughs> it was uh, lovely talking to you man like honestly wonderful yeah it, like there the, there is so much uh, in making music and like after talking to you i feel like i've i've been like slightly familiar with that space so you told like all the things like so uh, like beautifully it's it, like it's still there's a lot of things for me to learn as well i'm not i'm just saying what i learned from the experience that i've had so far and i have a lot of stuff to learn and i'm not even touching maybe the smallest bit of it so like it's it's a constant learning process it i like i think i've mentioned on the call when when i was speaking to you like my inspiration is everybody i yeah. find workflows from multiple people like every i'm constantly information hungry like i go looking for new new information that i can like adapt to my workflow and like my process so yeah so like what i said was just from my experience what i've learned so far But and who is listening can <laughs> utilize that and like adapt it and like work off of it and if we can help somebody create a piece of art that's the the best thing i feel yes i'm going to like uh, put all links to your work in the description so i oh, i want nice. people to go check you out i i really love your stuff and uh, your journey is just beginning and i do know you're already doing a lot of amazing work and I would love to have you back again sometime uh oh, amazing yeah. like probably like next year at the same time we could do this again and probably evaluate on like you know what like when you started <laughs> where you were and like now what are you doing so I hope yeah. I'll have you back again I yes, hope you you would want to do it come back again yes thank you yeah. so much man yeah. it I was I love I love speaking to you <laughs> that was that was nice I didn't even see the time pass I was like <laughs> Initially I was very nervous about oh I I don't know if I'll last even 15 minutes but look at the time it's been but most of it was because of the network issues <laughs> yes but, but but still man but still like we have like solid I think it has come close to like one and a half hour I guess uh but oh, what? yes yes I'm I'm really? I'm not oh. kidding yeah <laughs> this is my new benchmark for talking to somebody <laughs> This. Yes so now you can tell you know what you can you can talk for one and a half hour straight uh, you, you can tell hours, that yes. to people yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes man oh, thank nice. you so much have a have a good day
thank you so much for having me and it was wonderful a sankarshan joshi trip